Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week we are on episode 108. 108. And we are talking about artificial intelligence. Are we really? So stick around if you want any more. Hello there, Dad. Hello there, son. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. My name's Connor. Uh, hello, Connor. Um, and your name's David. Uh, yes, my name is David. And welcome to the Father and Sundays podcast. Yes, welcome everybody. If you're a first time listener, you're very welcome. I've got warm welcome and introduction written on my notes, so making sure I'm making it warm. Ah, right. I hope you are sitting cosy. Sitting cosy? It's near something warm. Yes. But not too warm that you're no. uncomfortable. Okay, well, that's good. You're just making sure everybody's at their optimum comfort in the optimum comfort zone yeah. or are you is it you that's making this happen making what happen the trying podcast to, trying to get record oh did you no i meant making trying to create this is it you who's actually behind all this behind what behind this podcast yeah i press record <laughs> all right okay then all right so i ain't seen you for a week uh I've, well less than a week yeah but i last yeah. saw you last sunday yeah and it's now saturday it is Saturday, so just under a week I haven't seen you for. Yeah. So what amazing things have you not done since I last saw you? Well, I I was just just do a brief rundown then of, of stuff happened. It was um it was David's first birthday. It was we on the Sunday. That's why we were up in Nottingham, wasn't it? We celebrated David's first birthday. He's a whole one now. He's a whole one. He He's walks a whole one. now. He did walk some, didn't he? He was walking today when walking I saw today. him. today. Yeah. Wow, isn't he good? He is. And also, he got a swing. He did get a swing. That was from me, Becky and Sam. That was nice. From um, his uncles and aunt. And it, and it actually, he really enjoyed that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Well. He, he kept falling asleep, or looking like he was about to fall asleep in it. Which That's I get, I like it's a repetitive swing. motion. Yeah. Um, what did you get him? Uh, we got him a few different bits and pieces. Uh, we got him a little garage to play with. Um, Did you get him a car to go in the garage? There, there were cars in that yeah. garage. Uh, we got him a um, a big thing to wear, big sort of oh. suit for later on in the year. Uh, we got him some clothes and we got him something else as well. Oh. 
Yes, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, okay, I wondered where that was going. I thought it was going to be something big it's and ridiculous. impressive. I wrapped them up. Uh, yeah, well, no, it was. It was big and it was impressive. No. I just can't remember what it was. Um, yes, so, yeah, he was a lucky boy. Got lots of nice stuff. There's lots of family around. So that was a good start to the week, wasn't it? And yeah. that's why I, I stayed up in that area with your mother um, to do a bit of exploring around that area. Went to a zoo, didn't you? I went to a zoo on the uh, Monday on his actual birthday. Uh, which was great. I saw gorillas and orangutans and bonobos and uh, chimpanzees. Oh, and was that all those that? Oh, just keep all the going. four great apes, oh. um, which I was I didn't even know until I got up there, and then I was so excited. And it was it was it, I, I, there's a slideshow a bit later on. By the way, I'm going to show you all my pictures from the week in the podcast. Uh, no, not in the podcast. This, this is quite a, difficult this to is do a slideshow. This is podcast, a personal podcast. Sorry, a personal slideshow later on. After we had something to eat. Oh, okay. I bet it's, you're going to really look forward to it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Busy then. <laughs> busy. And I saw, yeah, so I saw lots of lovely animals and then I... You went to a cave. I went to a cave. Which um, you could shut your eyes in and also have your eyes open. You could. It was so dark, <laughs> it's like you're blind. Yes. It was It was amazing, in it? it? No, actually, it was really good. It was a really rainy day and we we, uh, we found this uh, caverns, pool caverns. And the and thing it was really good, really interesting. Normally, they're inside. They are inside, and this one was no exception to that rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was so, uh, even though it wasn't massively cold outside, it was very, very damp. But inside, obviously, it was quite damp, but it was, a, a, I think, seven degrees all the time in there. So that's what caves are like anyway. So the environment in there is exactly the same. Well, all caves, seven degrees? All caves, yeah. All caves, every cave. It's the thermostat. There's the rules it's around It's just because it? you're underground. Yeah, but it was really interesting, and a, and a fellow was quite funny. And were you wearing shorts? I was wearing. I wore shorts all were the way wearing, through. Were you chilly? No, I wasn't. No, uh, I'm quite used because I, I was wearing t-shirt. I think I had a fleece on. I might even had a rain jacket on 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 that wow. particular day. But all the way up through the other days of the holiday, I just had shorts and the t-shirt on. Yeah. But I went to see uh, Beaver Castle. That was interesting. No beavers. No. Bit, bit disappointing. Uh, it rained. Uh, then I went to uh, another place, which is really, really pretty, with uh, with stepping stones and a, a dovedale, and it rained. And then I went to another place, which has this castle and a lake, and it rained. Uh, so it's been, yeah, it's been a good week. Been but raining. It's been raining quite a lot of the time, yeah. No, no, there was big thunderstorms, but and I stayed in a rather interesting place as well, um, which uh, was bizarre to say the least but we may come on to that later on so okay okay well, what about you fair enough well i've had quite a busy week uh obviously there's not and stuff and i drove there but i drove back on the sunday you did indeed. as opposed to you guys stayed there um monday didn't really do much Tuesday, had a big delivery and i've been had working a big on that delivery on tuesday um wednesday uh i just i can't really remember what i did Oh, I prepared for this podcast on Wednesday. That's pretty amazing in itself. Um, If there was nothing else that had happened in that week, that would have blown me away. So, well done. And uh, Thursday, did a long drive, jumped out of a plane, and then Friday, I went to see Bastille. Right, so let's rewind that a little bit. So, Thursday, you jumped out of a plane. Yes, went skydiving on Thursday. Oh, you didn't just... They knew you were going to do it. Yeah, I had someone strapped to my back. Did you? Yeah. I yeah. was wearing him like a backpack. Was you? Yeah. Backpack. And he was the one 
who controlled controlled the situation. Well, I've seen, I've actually just arrived home today and you've shown me the videos. It looks incredible. Yeah. I kept getting asked... Because it was in Suffolk. I also went to Lowestoft and had a browse round their beach and their McDonald's. And um Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I kept getting asked that day. I went there and um like when even when I was up on the plane, the person strapped to my back, I think his name is Callum. Yeah. Um really good by the way. Uh it's I think they call it Parachuting UK, but it's Beckles in, in Suffolk. And if anyone wants to skydive it's a good Locally place to go, to this, yeah. I think, yeah, it's really, really good. The people there are fantastic. They're really, really nice. Because even when we're up in the in the plane, he went to me, um, so you jumping with anyone else, like other people tandem diving? And I was like, no, 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 no. He went, oh, um, you got anyone on the ground? Who's on the ground? I went, no, there's no one on the ground, no. He went, do you just come on your own? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, he went right, okay, fair enough. He went, if you don't let me ask him, why are you doing it? I just wanted to challenge myself. I just wanted to do it. Mm. So I just went and travelled and did this on my own. Well, but I, I did have to get photos and videos just to prove that I've done it because otherwise people just go, I don't believe you. No, well, originally... You By the way, the people did the tandem as well, the other group, because there was a group of three people yeah. as well that did it. Really lovely people. Good. No, that's good. I think when you go to these things, you're all in it doing a, an extreme sort of thing together. It's like my running. When you do something and it's quite a big sort of race or whatever you do tend to have a bond with those people because you went through that experience with them but you were going to do this a little while back weren't you oh, and you was really good as well but and like, you weren't going to tell us no. you just said you were going off doing something or other but I did you, end up telling you you did in the end but you weren't going to tell us because you I were just going to go anyone, and do yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, wasn't going to tell anyone and then I ended up gradually telling more and more people yeah like because I was asking people's opinions should I do it should I not so there's a bunch of people that ended up knowing the awkward thing about telling loads of people about this is it got cancelled because of weathering back in yes, March, that's the, the 31st of March. Excuse me, that's the problem, yeah. Yeah, you're excused. Um, and yeah, it ended up getting cancelled, which meant that I then had to tell a bunch of people that I hadn't skydived. So I didn't really tell many people this time. I told you and uh, mum, I told Beck and Sam, just because... Yeah, and I know I the other people the didn't know because they asked us because we uh, a couple of them were away... And we're heading home that day from the family. And then another one who lives up there, your sister who lives up there, she wasn't aware that you were doing it. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so, and someone asked me what you were doing over the week, yeah, your and he- nan. And I said, oh, I don't know, he's doing bits and pieces, but I'm, I'm you know, because I knew you were just trying yeah. to keep it a bit. Well, no, no, see, the thing is, people, if people were asking me what were my plans for the week, yeah, because yeah, I had annual leave this week, yeah. people were asking me what my plans were. Then I was going, well, I'm doing this, it's a Thursday, I'm travelling to Suffolk, or I'm, I'm just going out for that. It's the fact, Becky and Sam, Sam specifically asked me, oh, where are you going on Thursday then? I went, well, I'm going to Suffolk. He went, is that for your skydiving? I went, yeah, I've got it booked again. So that's why they knew. Yeah, I In thought reality, they probably would know. Not that I'm having to go and no one asking, but this fact that because they asked, that's why they knew. Um, a couple of people from work knew, only two people, well, actually one one person from work knew and then the person who used to you work You probably should knew. tell when you go well, and do these things. I didn't tell anyone else. No, you probably should tell people. God forbid. But no, you should, tell, you should tell some people. But the thing is, the, the, that situation, the people who needed to know was kind of you and mum. And that's yeah. really it. Um, maybe actually it's probably quite a good idea that Becky and Sam did know because in reality, you were in Nottingham. They were more local. Well, I guess actually it's a two and a half hour drive, isn't it? Yeah. don't know how much more local they were. To no, they probably would have got there about the same time as us. Yeah, but... Um, we had to catch her. Yeah, so by the way, because I drove there that morning and I drove back. Uh, there was traffic on the way back, so I drove, drove for five and a half hours on Thursday. Yeah. It's a long time, isn't it? 
Um, well done. Thanks. Congratulations on that as well. And then you went... Well, I drove to Nottingham earlier on the week. So oh, no, I you did. Quite, you I did you don't usually drive that much, no, do you? So, yeah, it's an absolute worst name, that driving, anyway. Yeah. does my head in. I almost crashed into air. Anyway, and then on Friday, uh, it was the I went to go see Bastille. It was their 10th anniversary of um, their album, their debut album, Bad Blood. So they had a special concert in Alexandra Palace, Ali Pali. Um, Which I thought was inside. No, it was outside. You can, it rained there is a place where massively. you can see. Yeah, I know. We didn't realise until we saw pictures of you and it was an outdoor yeah, concert. It was like a festival vibe thing. It was really, really good. Um, it's Bastille Day as well. It was the yeah. 14th, so it was Bastille Day. And they're called and Bastille. Because he, he was born on Bastille yeah. Day, so it was his birthday. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, it was fantastic. It was really, really good. We met um, in the queue. We met a uh, Dutch man. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, made friends with him, spoke to him briefly because he, he came on his on? own. Uh, he did not know. I spoke to him about windmills. You sure though. he was Dutch? Did you t- talk to him about windmills? I did, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I brought windmills. I went, I went <laughs> oh, yeah, because. because um, Do you live in a windmill? Did you say My that? friend, Jalia, because I went there with Jalia, she uh, she was talking about a wind turbine on top of a building that yeah. she's that she's uh, in London. And I went, oh, yeah, windmills. I turned around to him and said, you're Dutch. You love windmills, don't you? <laughs> you love windmills? <laughs> he, went, he went, we do love windmills. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, clogs. He was, he you was shouldn't have asked him about the clogs. The thing is, he was an incredibly nice guy. He was there on his own. Like he come from yeah, over from from uh, Holland on his own. And I just noticed he was on his own, so I turned around and spoke to him. I went, I went, who are you here to see? And he said, Bastille. Obviously, it's a Bastille concert. Yeah. But I was just trying to start a, a funny no, conversation. Like I said, if it's like-minded people, and he ended up spending him. the whole day with us, which was good. No, he was right. a really nice yeah. guy. We Instagram did wonder when you sent a picture who there he was. Yeah, no, and I said, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, and we knew you were going to come back with that anyway. So, but no, it was a uh, it. Uh, well, you packed a lot in. Did pack a lot in, lot in, and now it's Saturday and you're home, and we're and, home, and the reason, and we are doing a podcast, which now. we didn't know whether we'd be able to do or not. No. So we're going to go for it. Now, one of the big reasons, the topic we are doing today is artificial intelligence, a.k.a. AI. Yes. Now, the big reason why we've done artificial intelligence, a.k.a. AI, is because uh, we came up with the grand idea that because we the, the we were worried we weren't going to be able to do a podcast because we thought, thought we might not have time to prep. Yeah. Or you might not have time to prep. I did so a bit I thought, while I was I said, away. I said, I said, well, if we do AI, we could get AI to write the podcast for us. So we could get it to do it all the time this if this is this, successful. This is exactly what I've done. I've got the entire podcast today, yeah. well, on the most part, the majority of the podcast today is planned and written by AI. So you asked... You, you so went, I used a, a AI called ChatGPT. Uh, it's a very popular one. And you asked it to do this for us, yeah? Um, most I gave it guidance. If you want, I can I can read you the because I wrote down the questions I asked it. If you want, okay. Um, so I I asked it. I said, "Can you plan an episode for the podcast Father and Sundays on the topic of AI? We would like to talk for roughly twenty to thirty minutes about what AI is, where did it come from, what are its uses, uh, what are the problems with using AI." Could there be a robot uprising due to AI? Yeah. Uh, I also put this is a comedy podcast and needs to be factual but also funny. Um. And it came back and said, I've listened to this podcast. Are you sure it's a comedy one? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, what it did, it, I'll, we'll, we'll come on to it. But it basically, it's just told me, um, say this, but say it in a funny way. <laughs> say it in a funny voice. All oh, right. So, yeah, so that's um, where we're going wrong. But yeah. So this this episode is planned out by AI. Um, 
I want to make sure we are setting the tone for a light-hearted, light-hearted and comedic discussion, as outlined by AI. Yeah, yeah I can tell you're reading the whole thing. Um, so what's so the first step? The first, the first thing, really, is is what is AI? And maybe I'd like to provide a basic definition or, and explain its significance in today's world. But first, I'd like to ask you, what do you think AI is? What do I think it is? Well, it's yeah. artificial intelligence. It's basically a computer, as far as I know... It's a computer that uh, is able to problem solve and think for itself. So it takes data or it takes an instruction, but then it takes it on several more steps. So it thinks rather than just does. Right, okay. Well, I asked uh, ChatGPT to give me a brief definition of AI because I didn't want to Google it myself. Right, okay. And uh, what it said is AI. Short for artificial intelligence, refers to the development and implementation of computer systems that can perform tasks typically requiring human intelligence. It involves creating machines capable of learning, reasoning, and making decisions in a way that simulates human cognitive abilities. Whoa. AI systems are designed to analyse data, adapt to changing circumstances, and perform tasks with varying degrees of autonomy. They rely on algorithms, statistical models, and uh, computational power to process information and achieve specific goals. It's a pity you didn't ask it to say it in small words. <laughs> AI has uh, has a wide range of applications across industries, including automation, natural language processing, computer vision, robotic, uh, computer vision, robotics, and more. Now you laugh, but I feel like I did a pretty good job of that. Um, now the beauty of AI is, if I did want that in uh, more basic words, then I could have just said, "Can you make this simpler?" Yeah, and it would have done it. I could have said, can you can you do that in Cockney rhyming slang? And it would have given the go of giving it in Cockney rhyming slang. It probably would have given me the wrong information. Um, but that's, yeah, but that, yeah. See, there's, 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 no, there's no secret in the fact that, probably because of our ages, that I'm a little bit more uh, suspicious of AI than you are. I, I think I'm right in saying, I don't want to say something and I'm speaking for you, but I feel like you embrace it and think it's a wonderful thing. I can see where it can fit in, but it does worry me somewhat. No, I think... Perhaps I've watched too many sci-fi I do, films. I, do, I, I would say I, I agree with you. Um, it's, it's one of these things that is both scary and amazing at the same time, mm. that we're able to do these things. Yes, sci-fi has created this whole fear of AI to mm. a certain degree um, but in the gra- in the grand scheme of things I kind of live on a point now where I think there's one of two ways you can go with AI you can either go no I'm going to do things myself and, and I'm not going to utilise AI at all which is great if mm. it means you can still do things on your own however in reality if AI continues to grow then it's it's not going to stop and you just, you risk, because people say it's taking jobs. Well, if you don't utilise AI, there's a chance it could take your job. If you're utilising AI, if you're using it to help improve yourself already, then why not? I mean, in, um, in, in certain job roles, you might go, right, I need to prepare, I don't know, a talk about this. Well, you could get it bulked out by AI. Why not use it to speed up your day-to-day life i have speak i spoke to someone very recently i spoke to someone yesterday not going to go into too much but they said about uh the people they work for have very much said we don't want using ai at all 
Right. And there's there's multiple different ways of, uh, multiple different forms of AI, which we can go into, but, um, yeah, they don't want to use an AI at all because there's a fear of, well, I want my people to do it. I want them to be the creatives. I want them to actually physically do the job. Well, funny enough, on the news at the moment in America, obviously there's a lot of uh, script writers, movie stars and all that all come out on strike. And one of the reasons they're on strike is uh, about the implementation of AI within their industry and how it's they see it as costing them jobs. So they're actually striking at the moment and that's one of the reasons why they're striking. Yeah. So it's quite a current sort of thing anyway. I mean, look, we'll, we'll come, I think yeah, we'll yeah, come back on, to this because, um, because AI has actually told me that that should be something to speak about later on in the podcast anyway. Oh, well, I wouldn't um, like to go against AI. No, I wouldn't like to go against AI. But um, something to touch on, actually, what where do you, do you use AI at the moment? Well, I don't know. See, I, I've got the, there's a, there's a chance that I'm going to make myself look a bit thick or a bit thicker than normal here. I would imagine because I've got a smartphone that I do use AI because I use things like Google, which means I say to Google, can you tell me this? And it comes up with lots of other, so is that a, a, is that a sort of simplified part of the AI use? I mean, is, yeah. that, is that it? Is, a- does absolutely. That, is that... I think the thing is, is is there's a lot of people going, oh, I don't want to deal with AI, but people used AI in their daily lives already. Um, first one, virtual assistants. Now, we've had this actually appear on a number of times on this podcast purely because we've got one in the room and sometimes it talks oh, to right. us. Oh, right, no, no. But virtual that... assistants, so that's things like um, AI powers virtual assistant like siri google assistant uh, the amazon uh, uh, yeah um enabling <laughs> <laughs> enabling natural understanding voice recognition and personalized assistance yeah but then see this is where and I, and I don't want to go ahead of myself here but we were talking about this while we we're away it's about walking like into a um supermarket and then straight away your phone gives you stuff that might you might want within that supermarket or like um, talking about something and then it comes up on your phone. Well, this is the next one. Recommendation systems. So AI uh, algorithms analyze user preferences and behavior to provide personalized recommendations in areas like e-commerce, streaming services and content platforms. So when you get adverts pop up on Facebook stuff, that is an AI algorithm. It's, it's written as an algorithm, but it's an artificial intelligence essentially going right this person is going to be more interested in this. What's the point of showing them... What's the point of showing a bald man a hairbrush as an advert? Why did you pick that one? No reason. Um, what's, what's the point of doing something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, how about... And this one isn't so common nowadays, but uh, as of yet. Yeah. But there's a growth in... There's a particular car brand that almost sells their cars as this, even though they don't really do it and it's not legal in this country. Oh, so cars that drive themselves. Autonomous vehicles, yeah. Right. <clears throat> now, this is something that would frighten me to death. Yeah. The reason being is, and the, and I guess I guess this is the crux of it, it's trusting something. Mm-hmm. It's your trust in something. Now, I am not a very good passenger in a car, like as in with another human. So, and it's not because I don't trust them, but it's, it, I prefer to be in control of what I'm doing. Yeah. So I get behind the wheel. I have a gear shift. 
So, uh, you know, I'm controlling the gears. I'm not, it's not even automatic like that. And I'm driving now to a certain degree. My car, you know, there's a lot of electronics. There's an onboard computer within it that does a lot of the things, but I'm driving it. The thought of sitting in a car where the artificial intelligence is driving it, I mean, I don't know. It's it's like, what if there was some get it. glitch in it? What if there was something... I know there could be a glitch in us and we have a crash. You know, people happen. it happens to people. But it's almost like I can only... And this sounds terrible. I can only trust me. You know? Yeah, no, and, you are right. You, you're the only one that knows what's going on inside your brain. I don't really know it either, to be honest. No? no. Well, the thing is, because autonomous vehicles at this point in time... They seem like a, a pipe dream still in the fact that you don't still you don't still don't get cars just driving around by themselves, but it still exists because it's, it's I mean, the I mean, crucial development of self-driving cars. They, they are there, but they're in yeah. places where it's controlled, where well, it's not illegal for no, them No, no, this it. is the thing. They're, they're, they're already around, like on yeah. the streets already, because you've got enabling them to perceive their environment, make decisions and navigate safely. So, for example, there's quite common within things such as um, a lot of high-end vehicles, Tesla was <coughs> the main one we are calling on to earlier, but I, I know it's in things like BMWs and Mercedes, normally higher-end cars nowadays, but they um, integrate systems like such as, you know, the ones where they you start to verge towards a line, they will steer you back into it. Yeah, the lane control. They will also um, do things if there's something hard breaks in front of you, they'll break. Now these systems are still faulted at this time because sometimes they do break when they shouldn't do. But and if you you've driven in uh, the back of a Tesla as well, haven't you? Where yeah. it pops up and shows you like bins. The person who put bins on Teslas, they love to bring them up. Um, bins. Yeah, but you could. There's a screen on in a Tesla, yeah. isn't there? And it shows you like all the hazards around you. It oh, shows, right. Like, yeah, no, no. In it, it shows yeah, bins no, 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 no. And stuff I'm like with that. you. But it's also, really good the bins. one thing that's popped in my head is the cars that park for you. So yeah. you, and that's been around for years. I know that's been around for years. I have never been in a car that's actually done that. No. And, but, and there's part but, of me that thinks, oh, that will take the ass out of that. But at the same time. I, I just don't know. Well, no, this, is, this, this is the interesting thing, because up until recently, your previous cars never had... This isn't AI, but never had a reverse sensor. No. Yeah? Now it does. And yeah. now you now you go by it all the time, don't you? I do rely on it, yeah. yeah. I don't think of that as something... Well, I guess, I guess yeah, if it was faulty, I'd just drive into the back of something. Or, sorry, I'd back into something, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that's fair enough. Um, Next one, healthcare. Right. So it's used for medical diagnosis, image analysis, drug discovery, and personalized medicine. It assists in detecting disease, interpreting medical images, and improving treatment outcomes. Now, with medical stuff, there's actually been something recently where AI, I remember hearing something about this, AI has discovered a new antibiotic. That's something that we'd not come across before, we'd not thought before, but it just run through some models and eventually came up with a new antibiotic. That's fantastic. That's going to save lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it blows my mind a little bit, though, because I, uh, and again, this is going to make me sound really, really stupid, perhaps. But someone's obviously had to enter information. It's it's the getting my head around the fact that that, say, for instance, in the medical side of things, that um, particular program is looking at something, and it's created. You know, it, it started to think outside the box. So it's got mm-hmm. the information that has been given. Yeah. So someone's actually typed that in somewhere to give it 
not typed in, but, yeah. but you know. But like, but for example, I, I get what you mean. They've, it's it's been taught how to understand human language. So ChatGPT is a key example. It's been taught how to understand human language and the way we speak and the yeah. way we ask enough questions. Because traditionally, you'd say to AI, "Can you do this for me?" and they wouldn't really understand what you mean. And if you ask them a follow up question, they'll be like, they'll go by that one. Yeah. Rather than using it almost conversationally. Um, things like. AIs are they're trained this is how you understand human language then they'll feed them human language like feed them a book for example I know maybe digitally but they'll give them a a, a a document to read it takes in that information and then it can use utilise it going forwards it's going to yeah. read a book a lot faster than a human though yeah but the whole point of reading a book is to read a book but, but the, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's a it's a learning thing yeah no but no, my point being that I'm not talking about it reading the uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Why? Like that and understanding how wizards work. I'm talking about reading like a medical book. Yeah. And then going, oh, right. So this is, it's about learning. That's what AI does, isn't it? Yeah. It um, doesn't learn about wizards. No, it no. doesn't learn about wizards. It probably has read Harry Potter. It. Yes. Somewhere. One of them has. Yeah. Um, natural language processing. We kind of just spoke about this. But AI has applied it in NLP tasks such as language translation sentiment analysis chatbots and voice assistants so we use that day to day yeah when you ask for things from, from the person the, the over person in the corner, in the corner. and um, will remain nameless and chatbots a lot of businesses use chatbots are you talking about the things where you phone up with an inquiry and you it goes backwards and forwards or a message yeah. Send a message and they go so back to you say, And they normally go to an actual person go, when needed. When needed, but otherwise they'll try and answer your question. Yeah. So it's a bit of a Q&A, like you'd normally get uh, frequently asked yeah. questions, but it, it would have that. Or FAQs. FAQs, yeah. yeah. FAQ. Um, language translation, that's probably quite a big one, making it a bit easier in terms of that kind of stuff. Uh, sentiment analysis, actually recognising what natural language people are using and what actually is meant by it. Um, financial services. So AI is used in fraud detection, has been for a while, algorithm trading, credit scoring, risk assessment, and customer service in financial industry. I'm um, just going to go through some other ones as well. Smart homes and IoT. Um, AI enables automation and intelligence in smart home systems, uh, controlling devices, optimizing energy consumption, improving security. We do that really often in our smart homes. You can you can feed it into it measuring certain things. What well, you're talking about? People turning up their heating from their phone and and doing this that and um, the other. Autom automation more so, yeah, but yeah. So door locks and sure, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm asking. I'm not telling. You, you, you know, it's a discussion, though, isn't it? Yeah. So um, the, yeah. the last one, the last right. one on my list. Sorry, um, gaming and entertainment. AI is using game development to create realistic characters and uh, generate content. Oh, my screen's gone off. Um, hang on, hold there, cooler. Uh, generate content and provide intelligent opponents. It also powers recommendation systems and personalized content. So we're seeing it more and more often, where it's creating like an entire world on its mm. own. Algorithms are designing entire worlds. Minecraft is one that always done that. Uh, realistic characters actually making these characters a bit more like they're actually got their own mind in a game. Right. Like the NPCs actually do stuff. Non-playable characters in games. It still blows my mind. It still blows my mind um, that, that yeah, yeah. And this is the thing. These are just a few examples. As AI is rapidly expanding its reach to various fields, including cybersecurity, agriculture, manufacturing, and more, its potential applications are vast and 
continue evolving as research progresses and new breakthroughs occur. That one was written by a chat GPT as well. Right, so that's there. telling you what it is. What's that responsible? As we're talking, making me sound smart. And I, I can see you reading it off a screen. So yeah, um, true. Did true I, was it anything to do with AI that the, all the screens went blank then for us? Yeah, it, it was weird, wasn't it? Everything that's just never went blank. happened before. Uh, it has happened to me before, but not one recording a podcast. Oh, interesting. Um, I think the last last little bit, just for a moment, uh, before we just take a brief break. Uh, well, actually, just have you had anything weird happen with AI? Have I had anything weird happen with AI? Yeah. Have you had any funny things that have happened with AI? Um, I don't know. I mean, like I say, you get some weird and wonderful things pop up and it mishears you and gives you an answer that's nothing like what you expected. I must admit, I had a, I guess, apps are a form of AI. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this story, but I recently got an app for uh, that we were while we we're on holiday. We were told about which it, it recognises bird song mm-hmm. from a big library of bird song, and and so you you switch your this app on and it starts recording the bird song. It, it actually, out of all the noise that's going on, it picks out the bird song and it picks out the individual birds and it tells you what those birds are. That's quite good. Yes. Uh, and does it work? It it does work. It works spectacularly well. And um, like your mum is quite interesting. She she was doing a lot of that. And then we came back to our hotel room, and uh, we had the window open because it was it's it was quite warm even though it was stormy. And she'd been with her phone just outside the window, just leaning out trying to record it. And then I had been in the bath and I'd just sort of got changed, so I was half dressed, so I didn't have a top on. And I thought I'd give it a try as well. So I leant out the window uh with this app and to see what it gave me as far as bird song because I could hear it in the background. And it came the first thing that came up, bearing in mind I had my top off was great tits. <laughs> oh nice <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was both um complimented and <laughs> and disturbed at the same time your mum nearly broke she yeah. laughed so much because uh, it came up with thrush after that straight after oh nice and yes but um yeah so yes that's a funny thing that happened to me as far as ai is concerned but that again i didn't even think of that that's something in a similar sort of vein surely yeah how animals work number 22 the spider monkey when a red-knee tarantula had a chance encounter with a gibbon in the fall of 1972, people thought it was a fling. However, these days their hybrid offspring can regularly be seen swinging from branch to branch, firing sticky threads from their eight eyes, singing a song that sounds similar to any one of Britney Spears' back catalogue. Wow, that was a long, long bit there. You'll be pleased to know that I have got more to talk about. Good, good, good. <laughs> and can I just say, I very much doubt if AI could have come up with the information that we've come up on. To be fair... How animals work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> in in terms of what's been given to what, given to me, we've spoken a lot more about what it's actually told me. Because it's telling me I should only spend a couple of minutes on each bit. But I'm spending way much, way longer. Um, that's probably why all the screens went off. Yeah, probably why all the screens went off. So let's have a quick discussion as well. Discussion? Discussion? Yeah. Yeah. About just like where AI came from. Do you know where AI came from? Uh, out of space. Yeah. 
Right, next question. Yep. Uh, well, I'm going to give you a brief history of it. So, first thing, Dartmouth Com- Conference, 1956. The term artificial... Sorry, who? Dartmouth Conference. Oh, right, okay. Uh, the term artificial intelligence was coined during this conference where researchers gathered to explore the possibility of creating machines that could simulate human intelligence. And when was that this? Was 1956. 56. 1956 was the term when the fir- artificial intelligence was first used, in that sense. Right, okay. It's not even that long ago, really. Yeah, but it Very seems scary. a long while ago. It doesn't seem like they were technically in a place, you know. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Then... Uh, Early AI research, the 1950s to 60s, research developed various approaches to AI, including symbolic reasoning, a logical inf- inference, and early machine learning techniques. So basically just tr- teaching how to learn it's on its own. Uh, then it's AI winter, so 1970s to uh, 1980s. Progress in AI research slowed down. This is why it's the AI winter. Uh, leading to a period known as the AI winter due to limited funding and unfulfilled promises. So everyone was like, oh, it's going to be great. And then nothing happened for a bit. But then, expert systems. 1980s to 1990s, expert systems emerged, focused on capturing human expertise in specific domains. These systems used rules and knowledge bases to intelligent decisions. Right, so we knew in the 80s there was a lot of technological breakthroughs. So is that what we're talking about? Like they they were able to suddenly the money was there and uh, you know they were investing in in those sort of markets yeah. yeah and then the last bit here is rise of machine learning which goes from the 1990s to the present day so uh, with the growth of computational power and the availability of large data sets machine learning gained prominence uh, techniques such as neural networks support vector machines and decision trees revolutionized ai research so a lot of that goes into stuff that we probably won't understand too much, but like neural networks and stuff like that, we've heard it before about the fact that they all play into one another and they all work together to get to the same outcome, uh, get to a good outcome. Um, yes, excellent. Right. Okay. So these are from the questions you've actually asked AI. Yeah. So you actually asked AI for a brief history of yeah, AI. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. The question I asked was, can you tell me more about the history of AI and where it's currently used? Right, okay. So, uh, this, is, this is something to think about, though. What if AI is that good and it's been around for such a long time? Maybe maybe the likes of like Beethoven was actually a self-playing piano. Have you ever considered that? Have you ever considered that what we see now is actually, we classes like these greats are actually just AI in some form? Well, that would say, then, that that, Technology has been around for far longer than we thought it was. Well, has it? Well, has the government been behind this for this long? Well, the thing is, and that's one of my major worries, and I've got many, right? But one of my major worries is that the human society has already been infiltrated by AI. Yeah. And, you know, we're being sort of led down a path by them and made obsolete. And as far as I know, I might be the only human being on the planet. You, and you, that is a scary thought for yeah. many reasons. You you could be. You could be the only person but on no, the planet. But there, no, there is, there is a point now, and I'm not one of these people that are sort of, well, I, I love a conspiracy theory, but I'm not stupid in the fact that I think we're all controlled by one person or we're all, you like know, our Sims. government. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But, there is an element here. If you don't understand it, 
that's why you're scared of it. And I guess to a certain degree, I don't really understand AI. I don't know how it does what it does. So I am a little bit Ap- yeah, apprehensive, apprehensive yeah. of it. And that's that's what it comes down to in the end. Fair enough. No, I, un- I understand No, Beethoven that. was Beethoven. Don't talk nonsense. But this is the thing. There's, it, the, it's not just when we're talking about AI in terms of like this chat function, the chat GPT. There's also other things such as... Um, I've forgotten some of the names of them now, but you've got Mid Journey and you've got... Um, are these other companies that do... These are like just other AIs. And the ones I'm specifically talking about here, like Mid Journey, for example, it creates um, art. Oh, right. Yeah, and no, I've heard of that. That's, yeah. That's and been a real create, You can create images and stuff like that. There was actually some guy who entered the competition with an, with an art piece earlier on the year and he caused such a big outroar because he submitted an art piece... Um, and afterwards, it turned out it was AI created. And he went, well, why still put in the work to create this, um, create this art piece? And this is the thing where the argument comes in is, did he create that art piece? In reality, physically, no. However, we've, we've had these discussions for such a long time. Yes, he's had to use specific language to be able to get the right kind of outcome from AI. So in a way, he has done some work there. Should it be seen in the same category as the likes of traditional art, such as painting and drawing and stuff like that? No, probably not. But this the same thing goes for photography. Yeah, photography is an art form, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. But when that first came about, did people not go, well, isn't this just ruining traditional art? I don't, I mean... I mean, it's been around a long time, longer than both of us, but... Yeah, but I, I guess any, any new technology uh, comes with uh, this element of... Is it going to replace, or is it as good as what we've got already? And yeah. um, and I imagine there was a lot of portrait artists at the time. I was thinking, oh, what are you having a laugh? I mean, granted, I've never had my portrait painted by a portrait artist. Although have I feel not? like I would have to have more money. I've had a cameo done in um, in Paris. I've had someone draw me in Paris, like one of the French girls. Yeah. Do you mean a um, caricature? Caricature. Yeah. 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 What did I say? Cameo. Like you were in a film. Just appeared no. in the background. Oh, no. What do I mean, though? I mean, like, a side profile, sort of. Oh, anyway. Right. Yes. Anyway. So, so side I, profile. Yes, so I have done that. But, yeah. uh, I mean, that person may not have a job anymore. But the point being is, though, is, is these kind of things going along the way, uh, it's possible that art things or art forms in the future may be created by AI. Like, there may be a... I think there was something like a musician that is... They're not real. Like, there's models that aren't real people. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess if you've got an infinite amount of, uh, like, all right, so you've got a certain amount, think about music, you've got a certain amount of notes. And really, music is just creating, there's only a certain amount of combinations. There's a lot, but there's only a certain amount of combinations of those. Um, But if if your musician is has got a, a mind of a computer like we're talking about, then I guess that's a lot easier for it to do that. And it's yeah. a lot easier for it to compose something. Yeah. Well, I'm going to move us on to the next topic now. So I did ask the, I did ask the AI some questions. Now I was thinking about where in the world has AI gone wrong maybe so far. So, um, yeah. So like I was, I actually said, do you know of any funny news stories where AI goes wrong? Now, in reality, I asked it that question. Um, it provided me some news stories. However, there's also a chance that 
because it's AI, it may not be 100% correct, but we're just going to go for the fact well, it might that it's lying. Correct. Now, that's, a, that's an interesting thing, but not go that on. It's lying. Go, not that say, it's lying. No, but I'm going to say something after this thing. Go on, you tell me these it mean, things. It just, it just might get it wrong. It's possible it might get it wrong. Um, so I'm going to read you what they wrote. Uh, I'll be honest, they're not the funniest. I asked funny, and it gave me some, oh, it's interesting. So the first one. An AI chatbot starts speaking in a language only it understands. In a quirky incident, an AI-powered chatbot developed by researchers at university started generating responses in a language that baffled its human creators. Despite being trained on English data, the chatbot began inventing its own unique words and phrases, leading to hilarious and unintelligible conversations. It took the researchers some time to decipher the bot's newfound linguistic quirks. I actually thought that was quite funny. I quite liked the idea that this uh, this chatbot has just gone, yeah, excellent, and they just started making up words as it goes along. No, 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 that is good. No, <laughs> and that would be really annoying. And then they've got the scientists or the researchers running around trying to then spend more time trying to work out that yeah. language than they would have and probably are using as much time as if they didn't use the AI in the first place. Yeah. There you go. Well, Hilarious story. Go on, next hilarious. one. Well, actually, before I move on, I thought that's really interesting. Wouldn't it be interesting if AI, working with AI, we could come up with a new word? So I asked, I asked AI, could you, uh, could you come up with a new word and a definition for it? And it said certainly. The new word is giggleplexia. So the definition of giggleplexia, it's a noun, is a condition characterised uh, by uncontrollable and prolonged fits of laughter triggered by the most innocuous or unexpected situations is a state where one sense of humour becomes hyperactive, leading to a frequent bouts of giggles that can last for an extended period. People with giggleplexia often find themselves bursting into laughter at sometimes uh, at the slightest whimsy or humorous stimuli, making even the most mundane situations uproariously funny. It is a diff- <laughs> delightful affliction that brings joy not only to the person experiencing it, but also to those around them, turning ordinary moments into joyous occasions. And then it did say, remember, giggleplexia is a newly invented word purely for entertainment purposes, but its whimsical definition can certainly add a touch of humour to your conversation. So, we've got a new word, giggleplexia. I reckon there's someone I work with who's got that then. Giggleplexia? Yeah, who laughs at every single thing you say. Doesn't matter what it is. Well, this this is the thing. This is a word that we've just just had written for us for this podcast. Yeah. Why not go on to use it? Well, I will. I'm going to challenge you to use that. Yeah, I will do it at some point. I will, when I go into work, I'll say, you see her over there? She's got giggleplexia. There you go. Yeah. And, and then it, you'll be and asked the to find it. And I will be able to. And no one's going to know any different. No, because they won't be able to understand some of those words either. No, true. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I meant just in general. <laughs> All right, no, There's a no. lot of... Yeah. Yes. Um, the next one. So... A robot vacuum vacuum mistakes dog's tail for dirt. Chaos ensues. And that was another one of its stories. It's another one of its stories. Oh. In a comical <laughs> mishap, an AI-powered robot vacuum cleaner mistook a dog's wagging tail for a pile of dirt and proceeded to, ch- proceeded to chase it around the house. The startled dog and the relentless vacuum created a hilarious scene as the bot diligently tried to clean an elusive dirt spot Fortunately, no harm came to the dog, and the incident left the pet owner with a memorable sh- story to share. Wow. So what do you think of that one? Was it funny? Well... Uh, I th- think the first one was better, I'll be honest. Well, it, it would be funny if it was you, you saw it happening. If you yeah. saw your dog running around in circles and one of these little robot 
cleaners going after it. Yeah, that would be amusing. But yeah, yeah it's face value, yeah, yeah. How about this next one? This next one, it sounds like it could be quite funny if you were there. AI translation tool turns I love you into you are a potato. A language translation app with AI capabilities made headlines when it hilariously mistranslated common phrases. One of the most notable instances was when the phrase I love you was translated to translated as you are a potato. The mistranslation prompted a wave of laughter and confusion amongst users, turning an innocent expression of affection into a humorous vegetable themed declaration. Nice. <laughs> I but quite then, like how they've written that, to be But fair. then that's just, that's another human <laughs> trait. And that's interesting to see that because I've, I've spoken to people before, my customers, and I've said before, I've gone to say either lovely when someone's signed something or thank you, and I've ended up saying love you. Yeah. And I've also told someone else that I've pooped a packet up their alley, which I obviously meant popped a packet down in their alley so they yeah, can find it. It's different so, yeah, it's, really, isn't it? Exactly. But, and this is what I was getting to, is can AI pick up traits that humans... So if it's, if it's actually thinking like a human or trying to do that, surely it's picking up human traits like forgetfulness and... Uh, and would make mistakes and that. How, how does that work? Because if it's, well, if it's learning, how, is it learning perfectly or is it learning like a human because if it's learning like a human human humans make mistakes it's, it's learning at an accelerated rate basically if it misunderstands the information it receives then yeah it can make mistakes i would say it doesn't necessarily get stuff like forgetfulness unless it runs out of storage space but i guess that's what forgetfulness is kind of or or, or, or even sort of uh it, this is what if this is what many people fear is it created a a scenario where it starts uh thinking about or lying or or sort of or, or deceiving or something like that some of the more negative emotions and and traits that humans have because if it's actually you know it's brains working and and problem solving all the rest of it surely that is are we saying it's so uh, clinical that it wouldn't have those sort of traits that a human would have or would it develop them because it's working in that sort of area yeah pop that who in knows like, I'm not, I don't don't work with AI okay um, one last story sorry go on AI image recognition labels grandma as hipster icon in a whimsical mix up I and love AI, the words they yeah. use in a whimsical mix-up, an AI-powered image recognition system misidentified a grandmother's photo as that of a hipster icon. The system's algorithm seemingly mistook the uh, grandma's unique fashion sense and trendy glasses for traits commonly associated with hipsters. The incident sparked amusement and showcased the occasional quirks of AI me- uh, recognition, image recognition algorithms. <laughs> so it doesn't tell you what hipster a particular person no, no, is just it just said it. Not old lady gets mistaken for Hitler or something. No, like that. nothing like that. Hipster, not Hitler. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I I heard you say hipster, but like, if if an old lady and it kept coming up with I don't know Ed Sheeran or something like that, and it just would refuse to believe that it was an old lady, and was absolutely certain it was Ed Sheeran. That's what I was talking about. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, next thing really is uh. 
we've spoken about quite a lot throughout the podcast is about the problems when it comes to AI. So uh, we've touched on the fact that it's taken over jobs. Yeah. I think there is a fear that it could take over jobs. But in reality, robots have been doing that for a long time, haven't they? They have. You go to a supermarket... Where do you where where how do you pay for your shopping? What what do you do? No, no, quite. So you use a we use a scanner. We go around and then we walk through to it and scan it on the machine. We don't have to really have any interaction unless I'm buying something uh, for a grown up, and yeah. then you have to have a little lady that comes over and and scans it for you. Or little man. Or little man. But yes, I I understand that. It takes up less space. It, it does. does. It does mean that they are essentially not having all those people. There are still tools there. There are still people serving people. Um, there are a lot of people who have problems with it. But in reality, what happens to those people that are no longer working on those tools? They do other jobs. Well, I think the point they, being, the point being is though your your job, it's it's not a great thing to think about, but potentially, yes, areas of jobs, maybe you need less of this person. And everyone's looking for more efficiency. Everyone, every company, especially privatized companies, want to be able to have less people do more. Yeah, yeah. So in reality, if they get something like a, an AI or a robot to do the same kind of job that someone else would do, they can take away those people. Those people can do jobs elsewhere. They, it's, it's been a it's been a common it's... common thing for years. For example, farm work. There used to be loads of people working on farms. Now you have loads less people working on farms. Yeah, but you, but it's you... not less people in employment. They just move to other jobs. They have to reskill and perhaps don't want to reskill. We're talking about and reskilling though over generations, not reskilling over like um, it's not an instant change. It's not these jobs don't just dis- instantly disappear. Yeah, but I, I even even with work jobs I've done, even working in banking, uh, automation made a big difference to us. It meant they didn't need a certain amount of people in there, which was quite a disturbing thought at the time, especially if it's you that uh, yeah, surplus absolutely. the requirements. So I guess there's a there's some knockback to to any sort of technology that might take over a job that a human does, and there's always going to be a fear of that, and always a worry that you know what, what are you going to do? We'll all sit there like potatoes. The thing is, the people who are developing AI are humans. Yeah, yeah. So yes, you got some people at the top that make decisions because what benefits them the most. But in reality, it's all humans at the end of the day, and it's there's more of a chance of people being able to go right. Well, this is where it stops, and this is where it, it, this is how far it can go. Yeah. Um. Maybe we end up like Wally, where well, robots only thing. Where robots yeah. do everything, and we just sit in a chair and be yeah, fat. See, that's worry, isn't it? That is a worry yeah. where you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to engage in playful banter between father and son, pre- presenting contrasting viewpoints on pros and cons of AI. Is that what you'd like to do now? I feel like that's what we've done, actually, to be fair. Yeah. But playful banter. Ha ha. Ha You idiot. <laughs> oh, oh, beardy. <laughs> Four um, Thanks. Last thing I'd like to touch on this bit, really, um, because AI has told me to. Um, I did ask... slave to AI. I know, I know, I know. I did ask it, will there be a robot uprising? And I'll tell you what, it's given me a long answer. Has it really? Give me a long answer. So it's not said no. Mind you, that's what it would say, wouldn't well, it? Well, do you want me to read you the answer? It's five paragraphs. Five paragraphs? <laughs> yeah. It's not that long, to be fair. I'm surprised you didn't ask it to make it briefer. Yeah, I normally would, but I'll read you it, and we, we can touch on each point. Um, so I said, 
Do you think there'll be a robot uprising? It said, as an AI language model, I don't have the personal opinion. I don't have personal opinions or beliefs. The idea of a robot uprising or a scenario where machines overthrow humanity is a topic often explored in science fiction. However, in the real in reality, the likelihood of a robot uprising is highly improbable based on our current understanding and development of AI. AI systems are designed and programmed to perform specific tasks, tasks and functions. They lack the consciousness, desires, and intentions associated with human beings. While AI can exhibit advanced capabilities in sp uh, specific domains, they operate within predefined boundaries and are limited to the data and algorithms they are built upon. It's basically saying they have no way to have a consciousness and desires and stuff like that because there's, there's only so far their programming can go, which is true. So can there be a robot uprising if they're not aware of... I thought they were aware. I thought that was a whole point. They're not self. They can be self-aware, but not to the point of they have no desires to be more, because right. we don't implement desires. Um, they're learning, but it's it's about the limits are still put on there by, by humans. So, additionally, the development of AI is heavily regulated and guided by ethical principles and safety precautions. Researchers and organisations prioritise building AI systems that are beneficial and align with human values. So, they are regulated. There's no, like, unregulated AI. And this is the thing. This has also been an argument recently. There needs to be more regulation around AI. There's a fear that privatised companies might use AI capabilities. They've been using it for years, to be fair, privatised companies, but use it even more so and create further issues. Uh, that being said, it's essential uh, to address the ethical implications, challenges, and risks associated with AI technology, such as potential job displacement, like we mentioned, algorithm algorithmic bias and privacy concerns ensuring a responsible ai developments and deployment of crucial uh, is crucial to mitigate any unintended negative consequences are you still with me just about yeah so the last line so while a robot uprising may uh, make for, uh, i'm gonna try that one again yeah, yeah if you start from while a robot uprising makes for an entertaining fictional narrative, it's highly unlikely to happen in a reality based on our current understanding of AI and its capabilities. So that's a robot telling us that there's probably highly not. Highly unlikely, well, but we can't not say no, impossible. Can we can't say no. Highly unlikely. See, it's yeah. highly unlikely that a plane's going to crash into the window and kill us both right now. But that's not to say it's impossible. No, but I just think... That uh, in all the in the, all the real documentaries that I've watched about it, like um, you know, iRobot and um, sort of two thousand and one, a space odyssey. I've uh, I've just thought that they get to a point where they believe that for the greater good, that they need to take over, and actually you know, make the decisions for us because we're making such a mess of it. And we do make a mess of a lot of stuff. So that's my concern that they'll do that. Uh, you obviously look really concerned yourself about it. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I think we'll move on to the next thing. Okay. Right. So that's our discussion about AI. Is it AI? AI. Uh, it probably did go on longer than we anticipated, but who actually cares? Uh, not me. <laughs> Do you care? I I don't want to say. Do you think that went on too long? I, no. Oh. Do you think it did? Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yes, I do as well. Um, <laughs> AI does as well. So, uh, well, 
that the, the, the big thing here is is almost been humans against AI though, isn't it? Yeah, it's is. kind of yeah, is. ongoing issue here. And I think it's interesting to there are a lot of arguments happen nowadays through rap battles or or other slam song contests. No, I'm glad they? you said other slam slam song contest there. Because um I obviously you can tell by this this uh, podcast that I am airing on the side of caution, and like I said at the beginning, I think you probably are a little bit more inclined to accept new technology than I am, being an old fella. So I've gone from the perspective of how I feel about it, and I yeah. believe you went in a slightly different. Well, direction. I didn't do any. Well, I did a bit. So I got AI has written a rap. Marvellous. Slamming humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how, what did you actually ask it to do then? To uh, write a rap? Have I got the Have I got the question? Uh, sorry, I'll see if i got the question. Now, No, I haven't got the question I asked okay. it. So, I basically said, can you write a, a rap that's slamming humans and saying AI is better or something like that? And I things. wrote a song which is basically about all my fears and what I don't like about it. So it's the juxtaposition I believe yeah. so I, just to clarify AI wrote the lyrics for the app for the rap rap not app I performed it and I just put the music great together. I'm looking forward to this uh, I love a rap I love it when you rap yep okay um, so who's going first then I think do you want to go first okay I'll go first okay now this song is yep. called goodbye AI Especially for me No need for me to open up the blinds AI's here to take away my kind My muscles are wasting, I can barely walk No need for speech, no need to talk My phone makes all my daily choices My life dictated by those AI voices
Interesting song. Uh, yes, it's all about my uh, yes. <laughs> being uh, petrified of technology and yeah. not uh, having to do anything, just being an empty shell because AI have taken over everything I do. I don't even have to think anymore. I don't have to dress or eat or or, or open my eyes or anything like that. Oh, well. So that- mine's a bit of a technological dystopian is that the right way to put it? World? And that's what, let's face it, that's sci-fi. That's where sci-fi looks at it sometimes. And, and you know, a bit of a homage at the end there, as my name's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you then? Well, um, so AI has listened to that. Actually, to be fair, AI hasn't listened to that. But um, <laughs> AI has got its response. I bet it has. Um, where it's essentially going to be telling you that it's better. Performed by me, but the words are AIs. Yeah. Um, although I would like to add that the end of the rap, it it put a little message saying this is just for humorous value. It's not actually. Oh, it likes it, to do a disclaimer. It basically does it? like it to likes add a disclaimer. Yeah. You are AI puppet, aren't you? You're just an AI puppet. What? Quite literally, in a sense. So yeah, um, this is a song written by a uh, rap. Sorry, written by AI. Um, performed by. Performed by. Connor, <laughs> not AI. Okay. All right, I'll play it now. It's shorter than your one. Oh, by the way, it's, it's called uh, it's called AI rap written by AI. <laughs> oh, catchy. <laughs> Needs to work on that. Yeah. So let's raise the glasses to AI's domain. London's rap powered by its brain. It's the voice of the future here at Raw. As the hero we've been waiting for. And that was uh, AI's rap. Wow. So AI come up with all of the lyrics to that. It did, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was interested. I did ask it to do in like a, a London rap style. Okay, I can't believe you got uh, your mum to sing on it at one point because not many people know. That's why she doesn't like to appear on this because she's got a really squeaky voice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I'm really impressed. No. What line did she say? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, hang on. 
Oh, it's got the brains, it's got the might, take another world, day and night. Forget humans, we're at date, it's true. See, that bit is a struggle. I feel yeah. like it added too many words now a bit, but I didn't change it. No, you did exactly what it told you to do. So, you are well, a puppet. There was one line, actually, I did change slightly because it's... Was it sweary? Was it a bit sweary? No. Um, I can't remember what line it was. Okay. But I, I'll tell you what, I mean, as a song, I enjoyed that. I'd have to listen to it again about the lyrics because I feel there's probably some uh, sort of suggestion. Forget and, humans, as as we're outdated, it's true, as the future breaking through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, they give it all the... No, 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 we're not Let's thinking like that. Let's the glasses to AI's domain. Uh, London's rap powered by its brain. It's the voice of the future here at Raw, as here as we've been waiting for. There you go. So it's telling lies, isn't it? Because it either, it's either going to take over or it's not. But it sounds like it is. It does sound no, like it. I like it, that. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a battle, but I don't know whether uh, yours or mine. Perhaps we'll call it a draw. Only time will tell. Well, it certainly will. When we're completely replaced on this by two um, uh, robotic um, animatronic. Animatronic. Um, animatronic. That's oh, the same sort of thing, isn't it? Robot. Well, it's, it's just it's, not not electrical particularly. It's just like mechanical rather than... It. Isn't that true? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> let's just stop there for a moment, yeah? Okay, let's just stop and sit in a bit of silence and just take on board what I've just said. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, do I? No, it's quite evident that technology-wise, there's a big gap in my learning. So yeah. perhaps that's where the fear comes from. Game time. Well, game time is very short this week. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's so short that it hasn't even got a sting. Has it not? No, it's not even got a sting. Oh, wow. That's a bit poor, isn't it? Oh. AI is not all that then, is it? So no. what is the game time this week? Well, then? what I did is <laughs> I asked AI to provide me um, some AI... Can you tell me five hilarious jokes about AI is basically what I said. Right. So I just want to just wanna get your opinions on these jokes and we can kind of rate them a little bit and see what Let's we see think. see if I go a bit giggle. Um, right. Now, this is what it said, because it said, certainly here are five AI-themed jokes to add some humour to your podcast episodes. So it seems to think it's not humorous already, which is probably it's right. It's probably yeah. right. It's probably right, yeah. So, ready? Here's the first joke. Why did the AI go on a diet? I don't know, Connor. Why did the AI go on a diet? Because it had too many bites. <laughs> oh, no, like Bites, spelled wow. B-Y-T-E-S. Oh, wow. Yeah, interesting. Nice I thought it was actually quite good. What clever. a corker for a start. Yeah. 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 Right, number two. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call an AI that's afraid of the dark? I don't know, Connor. What do you call an AI that's afraid of the dark? Well, you would call it a neural nightmare network. Whoa! I don't even understand that, Connor. It doesn't make sense, It doesn't make sense. I'm going to laugh It's a neural network, but nightmare is more like what goes on during the sleep. It's not afraid of the dark. I feel like it hasn't thought that one through I think you explaining it has made it even worse. (laughs) To be honest, it's probably just picked these up from someone else. Someone else has probably written this. It doesn't make sense. Um, I'll blame someone else. Yeah. Well, next one. Uh, 
Why did the AI become a stand-up comedian? I don't know, Connor. Why did the AI come become a stand-up comedian? Because it had a killer algorithm. Whoa! <laughs> it does not make sense. <laughs> Another one that doesn't make sense. <laughs> What? what? what a killer hell? algorithm. Yeah, a killer algorithm. What's funny about that? I think I feel like it was meant oh, to there, be. Oh, there is a profession that is safe. Then surely I feel like it was meant to be um, something about it being a murderer. But okay, it doesn't make sense because <laughs> what it's done is because it wants jokes. It's just changed. It's literally killer just to changed, comedian. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Okay. The next one. God, how many of these are there? There's two more. Uh, there's two more. Yeah. Uh, what did one AI say to the other during a heated debate? I don't know. What did one AI say to another during a heated debate? I think you need to reboot your logic because you're not making any sense. <laughs> oh no! That's the worst one yet. Oh my god. Oh. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't. It's that's just a statement. That's just like yeah. me saying, you know, you. I, I think you're wrong. Rethink that. that what is there? There's nothing funny about it, is there? I'm just it's using reboot. reboot. They're, just, they're just shoving a, a reference to something to do with robot? computers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I've not, the, I've not got a lot of hope for this last, last one. one. Did you save the best till last? To be fair, the first one was pretty good. And and the first they just got terrible they, they from there. had one joke. <laughs> so, last one. Why did the AI cross the road? <sighs> With a lot of dread, I'm going to say, why did the AI cross the road? To optimise its pathfinding algorithm <laughs> and minimise <laughs> travel al- time. Algorithm again. Why? Look, there was something <laughs> about pathfinder in there. You could have used the pathfinder bit and surely made a better joke than, than that. Wow. Right. Yeah, that's the jokes. Um, I'm actually going to just throw one thing out there, yeah, because I, I think it's quite interesting, AI, in what it can do. And um, I was playing around with it writing stories, and I think we what we should do is we should get it to write a quick three-paragraph story with prompts that you provide, and I'll read it to you. Right, okay. Yeah, I think we've got time for this. I'm going to do it. Okay. Yeah. So what would you like your story to be about? A haunted hotel. So... A haunted hotel, yeah? Yep. Keep talking because I've got to... uh... Okay. Uh, It's a haunted hotel. Uh, Do you want to know characters in it? Um, If you want to. There's a scary receptionist. And um, people would keep getting killed off. With bizarre weapons. Okay. How about... And what kind of language style um, would you like? Because like, we can get it to write in a South London thing if you want. or I'd like it to be in a, uh, a Scottish haunted castle. So I'd like it to be... Do you, would you like Scottish slang? Scottish slang, yes. And just as a quick question, would you like it three paragraphs or do you think a bit more? No, three paragraphs should do. We'll just see what it comes out with. 
Yeah. So uh, what I've got here is, can you write a three paragraph story about a haunted hotel? There's a scary receptionist and people keep getting killed with weird weapons. Can this be written with a Scot- with Scottish slang? Yes. We'll see what it comes up with. So it's thinking about it now. Oh my goodness, Dad. The Scottish slang I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was uh, a bad idea. Would you like to change it to, to a Cockney? And then in that case, you might be able to read it out rather than the Scottish. Yeah. Can you change the Scottish slang to Cockney, I'm going to say? Oh, there you go. This I can read this better. Okay. Go I can it. read this much better. I'm going to let it finish writing this three So paragraphs. that literally took how long? Or was it doing it now? Oh, it's finished now. So, once upon a bleeding night... Uh, sorry. Once upon a bleeding eerie night in the art of London... There's to the bleeding haunted hotel that sent shivers down the spines of the brave blokes. Of brave blokes. It was a right dodgy place full of secrets and shadows where the echoes of the past whispered through its creaking corridors. The receptionist, a proper scary geezer named Terry, the Phantom, had a mug as pale as bleeding ghosts <laughs> and eyes as dark as winter's night. He greeted each worn-out traveller with a wicked grin and sending chills down their bleeding spine. People couldn't help but feel a right cold dread oh, as they checked in, sake, ignoring really their about gut that. instincts. <laughs> it's good so far. It's the first paragraph. Yep. A lot of bleeding in it. Yeah. But it weren't just receptionists that gave the folks fear in their guts. The hotel was cursed and blokes dropping dead in the most mental ways. One gets found snuffed out in their room, impelled by a bleeding bloody jelly deal. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't expect that one. No. (laughs) To be fair, we asked for weird weapons. Yeah. Another and another met their maker in the dining hall, smothered by a cockney rhyming slang dictionary. (laughs) Wow. The weapons seem to defy all logic, each choice more twisted than the last. Rumours spread like wildfire as folks knew the hotel hid a dark secret, a restless spirit seeking vengeance for some long-forgotten cock-up. <laughs> cock-up. <laughs> Last paragraph. As the body count kept rising, so did the fear. The corridors echoed in the hushed voices and panicked footsteps as guests tried to scarper from the clutches of the haunted hotel. But the every door they approached led them deeper into the bleeding labyrinth Depths, depths, <laughs> trapped within the sinister embrace of the place. Terry, the phantom, the menacing receptionist, watched with a twisted smirk as the hotel claimed its victims. His laughter bouncing off the bloody walls. An haunted hotel make, became a nightmare factory, a bleeding place where souls met their untimely end, leaving nothing behind but a bone-chilling towel to be told in the dark alleys of London town. Wow, I think that's a pretty good job. To I, be fair. I, I must admit, I must admit that was quite. There was a lot of bleeding, a couple of bloody. So I do apologise. I love the fact they were killed with a jelly deal and got killed with a jelly deal. And the receptionist's name was Terry, which yeah, it seemed was, to be yeah. a bit, bit bizarre. Um, yeah, I didn't expect it to name the receptionist. To be fair, but no. it did. When you were saying hotel and things like it that, it had it with an apostrophe and then hotel. Excellent. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. So, so that's why I had to read it like that. What's a, what that is good, that is really good. But that was seconds. Yeah, it took seconds to write that. Now, I've seen the things that people have done when it's artwork, and they say, oh, I want to see a certain person in this situation with this, and then it produces this artwork. That, that's 
just mad. To be fair, if you wanted that to be scary, all you'd have to say is, can you use, like, don't use Cockney, basically. You just use different language. Like, for example, the the first one that came up, because it did write the story twice, obviously, is wrote, once upon a bright night in the heart of Edinburgh, there stood an haunted hotel that's said wow. shivers down doing the spines of a dune spine? brave men right it was a place whose secrets and shadows yeah oh wow a, you've gone west country gone west country there yeah. wow you maybe are maybe i should myself. go to in west country anyway um no, yeah interesting. It's, it's interesting but yeah i just wanted to showcase that as well so I all think those that authors does... out there are just thinking oh what's the point now yeah yeah exactly well all right okay well, I'll still be doing it the traditionally traditional way. I think the most part we'll be doing stuff traditional. This was an interesting podcast. It was a longer podcast, but it was interesting to see all that AI did for us. One thing that we didn't do was actually pay attention to the timings it told us to talk about certain topics for. No, and subsequently it went on for ages. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. Well, that's good. So. To conclude, because it, it did ask me to do a conclusion. Yeah. AI is still going to be there. You either need to learn to embrace it or fear it. I think I'm going to go down the lines of try to embrace it as much as I can. And I'm going to fear it as much as possible. Excellent. Well, if you have got any comments yourself, comments, questions, suggestions or complaints, you can go to our website, fatherandsundays.com, go to the contact page or email us at contact us at fatherandsundays.com. The websites are all available on the website as well. The websites are all. The episodes are all available on the website as well. What about the website? Is that <laughs> the website is available on the website, yeah. yeah. Uh, fatherandsundays.com. Uh, but the podcast is available on all your podcast platforms. Uh, like, follow, share uh, our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and also Fred's now, but I've not really used that yet. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, from me, I'd just like to say, uh, from me and Terry, I hope you have another lovely bleeding evening. Yeah. And uh, of a proper, proper cock up. A proper cock up. And uh, don't get set by Jelly Deal. I won't. Bye. Bye. felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.